Hi, girls. <laughs> welcome, welcome to another episode of Grapes for Dinner. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, you are late, okay? The season's almost over and you're behind, so you need to <laughs> use your holiday break and catch up. Uh, but welcome. Thanks for joining us. I'm Britt. And I am so excited to be sitting here on the couch with a new friend, Courtney. Do you want to say hello? Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, new friend and fellow podcaster, which mm-hmm. I'm so excited to deep dive into. But girls, you know, before we start talking, we have to pour up. Um, Let's do it. It's been a day. I was telling Courtney today, I was like, girl, I'm so sorry because um, I don't got a wig on, you know? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> because it's Friday. When I got up, back, when I finally got home, I had to just snatch it off my head and just call it a day, you know? So that's the kind of day it's been mm-hmm. for me. I hope you girls have had a better day. Um, but we're going to work it out anyway. So yes. this week, uh, the wine of the week is snake charmer okay which is exciting i literally picked it up solely because the name was snake charmer have you ever charmed a snake no my best friend (laughs) has a pet snake she does siren she's really cute (laughs) she is she's Mm -mm. really really cute Puppies are cute. Puppies are cute. Um, I don't think my puppy would like the snake. They haven't matched yet. But I don't know. I will say that since Siren has gotten big, big, Mm -mm. I don't hold her as much as I did. Like, when she was really small, I hadn't met her, and I didn't hold her because, like, it was too small. So the first flag is, it's a snake. (laughs) The second flag is, his name is Siren. Siren! So it's like... She's a little corn snake. Siren. (laughs) <laughs> nope. Alarm. Nope. I'm alarmed. Um, yep. And then when she was like medium size, I could hold her and sit with her, or whatever. But now, like, Siren is like big. Third flag. She's big. Yeah. yeah not, you know, not like uh-uh. big and scary, but definitely big. And I'm afraid scary. that she's going to move in a way that alarms me and I'll drop her. And then I'm we've got alarmed. a, a snake. They have a siren. Yep. That's no cool. It's cool. Let's pour up. I'm super excited. I, um, I was super pressed to use these glasses. They're I just. Really cool. I. I found them at TJ Maxx for four bucks. Okay, set yeah. of six. What goblets? Yeah, these are really like like this is like a good china your grandma put in That's the cabinet. That's what I was thinking. That you I could was never like, touch. Okay, it's like I could be stuff. into this. So, I'm into it. Yeah, I was like, I was here for it. Cheers! Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Hold on. Ooh, I love a Shiraz. I don't know if I said this is a Shiraz, good. but. Can I it is, of course you can. 2016 Shiraz. I got it from where, of course, where you girls know where I got it from the bougie wine shop. <laughs> oh, and they had a wine sale today. I also got on the email list, okay? Because I'm like a regular. They're having three days of champagne tasting. I'm sorry, excuse me, what? Three days of champagne tasting. I'm gonna get an address. At the you, um... <laughs> literally a block that way okay yes it's so good um and he was like yeah i'll see you tomorrow for the tasting right and Damn i was right. like maybe Damn right and he was will. like i was like i'll either come today or tomorrow or sunday i'll come one of the days he said, why not all the days and i said you know what you're right he's on you, something. <laughs> you get me he's on something <laughs> um also because he knows that i usually buy when i go to the tastings because they always showcase really good or stuff that i like i don't know right. so Whatever. And they're small business. I love a small business. You know, like, I don't know, girls. So we're drinking. I hope you're drinking. So let's get into it.
to be drinking a Shiraz. Um, as I haven't had one in a while, I've been drinking a ton of Cab. Okay. Um, just because I'm a Cab girl and I'm biased. I'm a so sweet red wine. You're a sweet. Okay, you like the sweeter. Like the sweeter so I'm glad stuff. you picked a Shiraz. It's like yeah. a touch sweeter, it's a touch not sweet. really. No, I like. I can do the sweet wines. Yeah, um, like a Lambrusco. Like yes, a, yeah, Lambrusco. Yeah, so uh-huh. those, that's my bag. But you just on the white side. The Riesling. Okay. I'm a Riesling I do girl. like a Riesling. All day, yes, every day. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love a Riesling. Yep, and then Prosecco. Can't go wrong with Prosecco ever for See, me, usually. I do like Prosecco. Don't get me wrong. Champagne in the past year, uh-huh. I really think I have to let it go. Why? It really, really fucks me up. Like, <laughs> me, like I don't, in every way, pop. I end up drunk. I end up, like, doing stuff I got no business doing. I you. And then I wake up the next day feeling awful. It gives me a horrible headache. But is that from Prosecco? I think it's from the bubbles. That's what... Let me tell you back. People have told me it's from the bubbles. Okay. Now, I drink a ton of sparkling water and never wake up with a headache. Right. But whatever. Um, any kind of champagne or Prosecco or, you know, sparkling wine. Really? Fucked up. Good night. Okay. My night's great. Yeah. Next day is just like, wow, you got hit by a Mack truck. The only way I feel like that is if I drink, like, Moet. Or like Ace of Spades, and I've been drinking something else prior. That's when I get like that. I'd be like, oh, I this was not a good idea. I don't know how I got home. Like, <laughs> so yeah. But with it, but when it's like prosecco, I'm good. You yeah, know, just like that's like kind of like my wine where you can sit. Yeah, my friend Carly uh, might be listening right hey, now. Carly. Hey, Car. Uh, she loves a good prosecco. Mm-hmm. She's actually who I think really got me turned. On to Prosecco. This was years ago, right. you know, but oh no, whatever. Enough about me. The girls <laughs> want to know about you. Okay. So, can we? So, we're going to play a game, of course, but can like, we tell the girls, like, give us your rundown? Who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? Like, all that kind of like introductory stuff. Okay. Um, I'm a little boring, so forgive me. <laughs> you are not boring. I'm so boring. <laughs> but um, my name is Courtney. I am from the DMV. I've literally lived in Maryland. I've lived in Virginia. I lived in D.C. I was born in Silver Spring. Oh. Um, right. Right across. Right down there at Holy Cross. <laughs> um, like most of us are from the area. I mm-hmm. think. I think. I don't know. Don't quote me. Um <laughs> Let's see. I graduated. First, I went to Nova Community College when I first started my college career. Nice. Trying to be, you know, cost effective. And plus, I wasn't really quite sure. Thank you. Plus, (laughs) I wasn't really quite sure where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. Yeah. So, it didn't really make a lot of sense to be like, let me just dive right in for this major tuition, these tuition dollars. But actually, like, that is a gem. That might be the gem of the day. But I didn't. When I I went to Nova, I think I paid all out of pocket. So, I had no student debt when I left Nova. But then when I had transferred to George Mason, okay, <laughs> where I have the debt. I got you. Um, but compared to some of the amounts of my friends tell me they have, like, I feel like what I have is, like, nothing compared yeah. to what a lot of people have. Yeah. Plus, I didn't live on campus, so I didn't incur a lot of those extra, extra other. Costs. But sometimes I really wish I did live on campus. I really w- wish I went away to school. Had the experience. Have, yeah, had the experience. You know, see what what I made up to actually start from like okay ground zero somewhere yeah. else a, completely away from home yeah but um you know I said they here nor there because I think I, I still came out in a pretty good position yeah 
Um, I've been fortunate enough to uh, start my career pretty young. I started my career at 17. Oh. Um, so uh, I've had a federal career since I was about, you know, 17. Yeah. Um, so that's put me in a pretty decent spot to kind of figure out what I want to do career-wise and what kind of impact I would like to have yeah. on people. Um, I think, so I graduated Degree in accounting, George Mason. Yes, accounting? Got, Lord, no, accounting. Listen. Woo. Listen. Woo. Okay, and they were like, you should double major. And I was like, listen, no, I'm not. I, I could not wait to leave. But yeah. <laughs> towards the end of my college career, that's when I really realized that I had a creative void that I was not uh, acknowledging. Yeah. Um, growing up, I used to dance. Okay. So, like, like not like... I'm just dancing in front of my friend. No, I was, you know, I was like, you know, formal training dance. Yeah. So then my senior year of college, I might, I went to go talk to my advisor. I'm like, I'm ready to graduate. Get me out of here. Yeah. And they're like, psych, but you need to take an elective. And I was like, excuse Ooh. me, what? And then I was like, I need an elective to graduate. Okay, oh, whatever. Love to just play, okay, play like, people all day. Can we, can we get another 3,500 out of you? I'm like, no. Okay, fine. So yeah. I had signed up for a dance class ballet and when I took the class it wasn't more so about the dance itself but just it would just made me really realize like man I didn't know I was missing this until I started doing it over again yeah and I'm the kind of person um I have multiple creative outlets it's not just one yeah so and I feel like I have to have the freedom to flex in and out of each creative lane that I have yeah and without doing that I feel like I'm just you know I'm just, I'm not where I'm supposed to be if I'm not being creative in some sort. It kind of helps me think. Yeah. So trying a whole bunch of different things, I really just, I really discovered I like talking to people, you know, kind of figuring out where they come from, what they do. Um, I, I'm just really interested in, in, in just people, I guess. But like, yeah. not, not enough to like want to study people, but just to kind of just engage. And I think people that might are, come. People are interesting. People are interesting. Yeah. And I'm an only child. Well, I'm an only child on my mom's side, but I do have a sister. But on my dad's side, but you know, I primarily I was raised as an only child. So yeah. I think being an only child makes you want to. Um, I guess be, for me, it made me want to be, you know, more social and yeah. figure out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna make a friend. Let's yeah. I don't have any sisters or brothers Besties. at the house. Who's my best friend? You right. like chocolate? I like chocolate. Let's get chocolate away. So yeah. okay, cool. we're best friends for life. Okay, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that kind of brought that out. Um, and I think also as I got into my 20s, I started feeling more comfortable with myself. Yeah. Like, you know, like most of us girls. Um, and I Yeah, I am yes. turning 30 beginning of 2019. Yes, when's your birthday? My birthday is on Valentine's Day. Okay, hey now. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know, I never really get hyped for my birthday. Oh, I, I love I love my birthday. Like, I love I my birthdays. birthday. I love birthdays. But people like, always yes. be like, it's Valentine's Day. I'd be like, no, it's my birthday. Like, How come it can't be? Fuck your little, <laughs> right. your little mylar balloon, yeah. okay? It's my birthday. <laughs> People always think you're supposed to be some kind of way because you're born on Valentine's Day. They're like, oh, you a little love baby. I'm like, well, what if I was a little demon? Like, what would you say then? Like, not saying that I am. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, like I can't, like, like I can't hey, be down. Girl, let's remember that Valentine's Day is somewhat it's, it's still a made day, up, a regular day. You know, it's a regular day. It's not a federal holiday. Right. Like, like, internationally, like, oh, we have to have Valentine's Day kind of thing. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, but yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but that's, that's my whole thing. <laughs> 
I know, right? It's just like I'm like I have a million thoughts going on in my it's head. Okay. But um, <laughs> people always have this like, oh, you and Valentine's are you supposed to be a positive person. You supposed to be lovey dovey all the time. Such a weird connection to me. You know, I would love for someone to make it make sense to me. But I'm like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like what? Like I'm like okay. So do you get like multiple gifts? I'm like. I mean, do you get multiple gifts? Like, I'm like, it's a regular day like everybody I, else. I somewhat understand what you mean. Like, my birthday is a few, like, two weeks after Christmas. Ooh. So, my parents always made a point to be like, this, here go your Christmas stuff. Here's your birthday. Like, making it very separate, you know? Okay. But... You know, I say, I get I get, that's kind of hard together. though because it's like you get like it's like how as a parent like how do I make sure okay what gifts I give you on Christmas and which ones do I save for your birthday I really think my parents do one hit and they're like okay she's getting four gifts these three Christmas this one here go your birthday gift okay. and they just like save it or whatever okay that's smart but it's, yeah. it's, it's probably four really awesome gifts like, yeah four really awesome gifts that's yeah. pretty cool that's pretty cool like I mean, that's honestly at this point in my walk I don't need gifts I just no. need money okay like, just pay a bill pay a bill pay a that's, bill that's a pick a bill pick multiple bills <laughs> pay a bill what, what's that mean that was like I only I have five bills or two minimum <laughs> okay that's what I only get two minimum payments anything I need now I buy myself or if mm-hmm. I really want something you know mm-hmm. I'll buy it myself so it's like just pay, pay my bills pay the bill you can always that's get it. my nails done right you can always take me out to eat, mm-hmm. but other than that, I don't need stuff, you know. I feel you. I yeah. Feel you. So I feel you. Mm-hmm. But within this last year, so this, this is the last year of the, the ooh, last year of the twenties. Last so this twenty. That's a huge. This is like a pivotal moment to it be is. in. Like I'm like really into it. Yeah. Well, how are you? If you don't mind me asking, I will be twenty seven in January. Twenty seven was a good year. Twenty five <sighs> was my first milestone pivotal year of growth. I feel like that's something that that's really that was rough. Lord. That's what I'm Ooh, saying. Twenty five. That's something about. It's like whoa. I'm about to hit the other side, and it's just like you start seeing like things. Truck. Yeah. 26 has been like, okay, we're clawing out of 25. Things are getting better. You're doing great for 26. But- <laughs> 27. Thank you. You're doing Thank really you. But yeah, no, 25 was like, wow. That's also the first year that I was like, mm, you're not like super young anymore. Like, you, you know still what are. I mean? Yes, you are. But it felt in my head, I was like, man, like you're 25, you're basically 30, which means you're 40. You know, like, what are you doing with your life? You know, like, it, was, it was a hot, it was just like, it was not the right way to look at it. Now right. I've definitely grown up a little, realized that 20 and 30 year olds are young. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you're old, old, honestly. And so once you I'm hit 40, old, you're kind of like, Ooh, okay, girl. well, it's time to like really think about something. Like, let's get it together. Get my life together. Hopefully my brother's already 35, and I was just like, it's time to get your shit together. I think that's what you need to <laughs> so, give guys that pep talk at 35. But I think women, <laughs> I think we're just well ahead of the curve way before then. So women are like, they turn 25 it. and then they're like 25. Five. And up. Until they're like in their forties or so. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you, know, they, like, you know they have the right people around them to help them progress as they progress. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Um, but twenty nine has been really. Um, it's kind of like I, the best way I can describe it is kind of like you know when you're when you're cramming for that final exam. It's like all the last minute things oh, you got to learn. To me, for so me, much. it feels like oh he before you turn thirty. Here are all these lessons, jewels, gems, and nuggets you need to know before you go to this next chapter. That's how this year has been feeling for me. Yeah. Um, it's been a year of transition. I moved from uh, Southern Maryland into the, the district this nice. the beginning of the year. Thank yeah. You. 
Um, and that's and that's that that's helped my mental space so much. So that stress of driving is like that Girl. that ride was Girl. all kind of rough and, and tough. Will do it to you every single time. Shoot, driving in DC still does it to me because people are just like off the hook. Yeah. Um, and then also what was something that was um uh big for me, which is like I I wanted a project, but I just didn't want any kind of project this past year. I wanted yeah. something where I could um where it wasn't for me. I wanted to, you know, be in a position to kind of use what I've been learning and um and thinking about and kind of helping other people. Yeah. So like I remember like um when I started podcasting last year, was it last? No, it wasn't last year. Was it? No, it wasn't like whatever. It's like two, three years now podcasting, right? AKA, it's a humble flex. Okay, like no, no, no. she's seasoned. No, 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 she's no. Not new to this, girl. No, 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 no. I'm here for it. I, I, I love am, it. I'm a student always, <laughs> always a student. But no, um, I, I was just thinking, like you know, when you're starting out, there you have a lot of questions that you want someone to be able to to ask. I mean, yeah. to answer, you know, you have a lot of, you know, you know, if you're, you know, whatever you're thinking about, wherever you want to take your podcasting, yeah. and media careers, and um, I, I had went to a networking event. Have you ever heard of the podcasters? Um, I love these girls. I, sh- I should know the remedy. You ever heard of the remedy? No. It's a it's a about two or three young ladies, um, and they have a, a podcast called The Remedy. And they talk about a lot of political stuff, not just political stuff, but things that impact women, impact you know, black millennial women. Yeah. And they had like a networking brunch, and it was just pretty much it just felt like friends at a table. It was you know, it was really great, met some nice. really awesome people. But when I walked away, I was just like, man, I have all these questions, you know. Yeah. I, you know, all these things, I would just, I just felt like, you know, I wanted to just ask someone. Yeah. And um, so I figured that I probably wasn't the only person who felt that way also, especially people who are either new or thinking about it or, you know, rebranding. So I wanted to be able to bring a space together of panelists, of podcasters, to tell people about their experiences and hopefully inspire them to podcast or to let them know what kind of efforts required behind it like right and i know you know because you're a one-woman show girl so i, I had to have know. my show was one of the things that i had to like really have a come to jesus with myself about yeah. you know because like i was super when i started off this is our second season mm-hmm. second year mm-hmm. when i started off i was like i'm gonna podcast once a week every week for a whole year like whatever mm-hmm. whatever that shit's just uh, there are Ambitious. girls who can do it they can do and i i applaud you go for it it's not conducive for my lifestyle right so this is the first year that i was like i'm gonna break it into a season mm-hmm. and my season's gonna run from july to january right that's smart and, and you know and then i know i have an end date so it's not so daunting because i was like it's supposed to be a fun outlet it is. i don't want it to be stressful Correct. and i started to get really stressed and feeling shitty yes. about it yeah so yes podcasting is work and also for me, I've I've done both sides now. Yeah. So I've done the part where you're producing it, you know, on your own, your laptop. And I've also done the part where you've done, you know, in the studio, you have someone else producing it. Yeah. I would say to me, um, it's both are fun. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, no matter where someone wants to start, they're both great places. It's probably more cost effective and a better way to learn about podcasting if you're doing it on your own first. Yeah. Like I've met um, some pretty cool people who when they started podcasting, they did it on their cell phones. 
and some magical way i'm not a really a tech person i should be but i'm definitely not they yeah. put it on their laptops edit yeah it's just a lot of file conversions yeah. and such the conversions yeah. man and oh the my quality god control yes the storage Ooh. how much you pay to store but look, if where there's a will it. there's a way okay? there's, you yeah. gotta work it out one you will way or work it out. yeah mm-hmm. but um yeah i just kind of wanted to bring people in a space where they could actually learn about podcasting and really i guess you could say help them get come to have a come to jesus moment a lot faster yeah sooner than later yeah and there were people like all ages at the event which was pretty cool the I turnout was better than um we expected so and people are asking for it again next year yes um so here for it i hope if you i hope you come i will come and you can be on the panel because we're gonna have to start looking for panelists um, I'd love next to. year just so, let me know cool beans yeah um and then yeah so that's gonna be fun putting that together hopefully i can get a team next um next year yeah uh to help bring it you know bigger and better hopefully we can grow it every year yeah um and then also um I need to get back into podcasting. Like I was saying, 29 has been a year of transition. It's been a lot going on this year for me. Yeah. Like, her, like Ari, I, I posted something on Facebook today. Um, I had posted this post from yesterday. Ariana Grande had gave a speech um, at, at Billboard Such Awards. Okay, no, okay, cool. So she, so she you, you saw her speech. I did see okay. her speech, yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I, 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 I listened to some of her music, and I, I've known her from Nickelodeon when she was on um, the show The Victorious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been, I've been watching her since then when she did Cat and Salmon and Cat. Dye so, that poor baby hair all the time. Oh, child, her hair. That's that's why she wears a ponytail. If, if people are asking, that's why she wears a ponytail. Yes. Um, but uh, but yes, yeah, so I've been following her since then. But I never really stuck with her musical career. Yeah. So um, that song she has, "Thank You Next." I was like really skeptical about what it was gonna be like when it first came out. But when I saw it, when I saw it, the video and I heard the song, I was like, oh my god, I connected and I resonated with it so much. Yeah. And then. Like like most most of us girls probably have resonated with that song. Listen. Like it's like he's like, yes. like preach girl, yes, Listen. preach. You know the girls love a good empowerment song. Okay, okay? And, like, and it works. It does. And it there's a market for it. No, but I, it's, it's like you know that kind of those kind of messages are, will always be timeless. Yeah. Because as women, you know, through this, you know, through all the decades, centuries, women have always gone through the same problems. It, like nothing's new at this why? point except social media. Why? Because if men would just learn how to act right, or girl, they will never. Just will learn how to act ever, right, you ever. Know? Or I guess like whoever you're dating, uh, that takes time. Whoever you're dating <laughs> takes time. I've only dated men. I only in- intend to date men, Amen. you know. But they they still irk the shit out of me. They you do. Know what I'm like, like, I can't live with them or without so them. I'm just like, why are you this way? What is wrong with you? I, I'm going to come back to that. Yes. But Ariana <laughs> has said, she did her speech, you know, and she her I, I, her speech made me cry. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think I heard it all the way. It was a six-minute speech. Oh, I need to go back. And well, it was like, I appreciated her, her honesty yeah. and her frankness. She was just saying that, you know, you saw her fighting her emotions while she was on stage, but she was just saying like career, her career this year has been phenomenal. Yeah. But her personal life has really like it's all over the place. Oh, and then she had even talked about like you know I guess you know um, very very lightly alluded to you know being a woman and putting her giving her love too freely to, to sources that don't appreciate. Lord. So it was just like I felt her and, and all her essence of what she was saying and where she is in her life yeah. and 
her and her relying on her her craft to get her through. Yeah. Um. So it was like I was very like I was like yes, girl. Okay, let me go ahead and download this album. Right. Says let me go ahead and wait for the next one to come out. Right. Because I was like okay, now we're getting to a place where I I could really like you know I could say okay, this is an artist I will listen to because she and I are on the same wavelength. Yeah. So I'm like okay, like for me especially with music, I have to be on the same wavelength. Yeah. In order for me to for it to resonate. And I'm really in a space in my life where I just want to do everything that I want to do. Like, for so long, I've always been a person like, let me help you and let me do this. And, yeah. you know, always being like a nurturer and stuff. But yeah. this year, I've really come into a space where it's just like, well, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. What a beautiful space to be in. And, yeah. Cause I, have, I didn't know how to put myself in this little, you know, thing. And yeah. I was just like, well, let me open the door to this box i'm putting myself in and see how it goes and it's been fantastic That's, i love that i love that so i'm gonna pause you uh-huh. really quick i'm gonna get just give me three questions we're gonna shorten game yeah just so the girls can know okay a little bit more what to the tune of the space that you're newly in and we talked about getting ready to turn 30 mm-hmm. what would you say is the soundtrack of your 20s <laughs> Um, just one song? Okay. What would you say <laughs> is the soundtrack to the latter half of your 20s? Because I guess the 20s are a really wide range. Like, I can't even conceptualize being 20 anymore. Yeah, girl, what? Because, like, it's different pieces of it. It's so different pieces of yeah. it. But, you know, to say, like, I would say everything has gone on the highest. I would say Q-Tip's vibrant thing. Okay. And the reason I say that is because it's just like, when I hear that song, it's kind of like, you know, it's a woman who's just like, she's just feeling herself. You know, she's just in a space where she's, you know, good. She's, you know, she's getting to the point of like, she's just fly, right? Yeah. So I would say, despite all the lessons and the stuff that's going on and the transitions in my life, I would really say after 25, I really started coming into a place where I'm like, uh-oh, I'm starting to catch my, I caught my rhythm. Yeah. And I've been catching it, and now I'm, I'm sitting in it, and now I'm yes. trying to, like, throw extra moves in my yes. rhythm. Yeah, sit in it and throw so, moves. <laughs> so, you know, so, you know, that's why I would, I would say that. And yeah. Then, in the early part of my 20s, I would say whatever rock music you could throw at that. And I said I was a rocky, grungy person. But you know how rock music is like all over the place? Yeah. Like, that's my early 20s. He's <laughs> like, that's how I will compare that's that. Most, I feel like that's a lot of people, girl. <laughs> it's like, ah! Yes. So, yes. <laughs> it was all over the place. What would you say has been the drink that defines your 20s? Ooh, the why? drink? Yeah. Vodka. Vodka got me in a lot of trouble, girl. Really? Girl, yeah. <laughs> that was my first can't, drink. You can't drink vodka. No, not anymore. No, um, I don't touch it. But it makes me angry. I don't know why. No, vodka. <laughs> I'm like, hi, be my friend. You know, even that with te- tequila is, a, is the one I stay away from. Yeah, that's my drink. I like tequila, but like yeah. tequila, I'm fun. But sometimes I don't know who I'm going to be with tequila. Jen is a don't you dare. Jen is like a never ever have I ever and will never is, is Jen. That's how vodka is. Like vodka will make me mush somebody in the face. <laughs> and it's just like all she did was look at you and say excuse me you know so I was like I gotta let that I let that go years ago. No I let that go but I remember I had a, I think I had a lot of vodka in my 20s like I that, well, I mean that's fair. It's what most people start off drinking. Yeah, for sure. vodka. Then it went to like I had Southern Comfort for a little bit. I don't know mm. what I was thinking. I was so Lord. bad. Jesus, please forgive me. Lord. Um, Jack Daniel's been around for a long time. Yeah. So has Grandma Ye. Praise him. 
Um, and then now we're just really on that wine mission. <laughs> That's really all about the wine. I'm always here for a good wine right. turn. That's okay. it. Thank I know exactly what's up. I know okay. I can go home and be all right. Great. You know, <laughs> control yourself. Exactly. Have a good time. Have a good time. And, and it's not... kind of healthy for you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Heart health. Heart it matters. Health. It okay, matters. It does. Okay. And then tell the girls what. <laughs> Give us an example of a text message mm. you got mm. at some point in your 20s. Mm. Even the last text message you got that mm. made you just like it just got up under your skin. And how did you respond? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Um, so this was probably about, what's today? Today is seven. This probably was the last week of... Um, the last week in November. Yeah. Uh, one of my good guy friends sent me a text. Like a guy friend or like a guy friend? Platonic guy okay, friend. Okay, great. <laughs> and um, he sent me a text like he went off on me um, because of somebody I was dating. Or, you know, I had, to, I had told them something they had did and he went off on me. And I was just like... Like on some, this is my tough love, or... I felt like that's, that's what he probably thought he was doing. But, you know, when you're delivering the message, you know, how the message... It's not, it's not the messenger's fault on how they receive it. It's how you deliver it. So, <laughs> like, for real. like, hey. So, relax. I was just let's like... stay in our lane. I was like, okay! As <laughs> long as I'm not being physically harmed, yeah. let's stay in... You can give us what you need to say. I but, like, let's like, do it in a in a appropriate manner yeah 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 so when i first got the message i just let it sit i was like i am not going to respond to this you know right now That's because how you know something is rough yeah i was like i'm <laughs> not going to respond because i didn't want to respond out of anger like you know i wanted to try to make sure i understood what the message was saying before i was like let me re-engage yeah so it was important for me to, to step back first yeah. So I stepped back, and then when I stepped back, then I was like, no, I'm still not feeling, you know, I was like, oh, we got a friendship timeout. I'm out. still about to talk my shit. I was like, Believe that. I, I, I talk my shit. Yeah. I, I, let them, I let them know what was on my heart. Yeah. But I, but I was like, we want time out, and I don't want to talk to you because, you know, I feel like, you know, as friends, I think a judgment of true friendship is, you know, we all go through lives up and down. Yes. And so if, you're my friend while I'm going through the down. Even if we don't talk every day, but if you still my homie, you still hold me down while I'm down, versus you only being my homie when I'm up, yeah. that speaks. You know what I mean? Like, I need you to be my friend when I'm not lovable, right? Ooh. So when I become lovable again, you could be like, you know, when that time when you weren't being lovable, let me let me tell you about you real quick, Corey. And I'd be like, oh, no. But I know it's coming from a good place because you held me down when I wasn't lovable. So when I became lovable again, you could tell me about myself. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, to me, those friendships, those, I respect women, not even just women, but I respect people who could be like, hey, um, XYZ happened. I didn't like how XYZ happened, so now I'm bringing it to you, so it hopes XYZ won't happen again. Yeah. To me, I respect people like that because um, I've really learned that there are a lot of people, if you um, if you bring to them, you know, whatever you bring to them, whatever your concern may be, sometimes people don't know how to to um, in, in how to take in that information. Some people yeah. take it in like, oh, it's a dig, or it's right. like, a whatever, instead of looking like, oh, maybe this person just brought this to me because we're in this era of, like, shade. You know, people people don't trust people assume shade, yeah, and also like sometimes not even intentionally, just be like just extra shady for kind of no reason. Mm -hmm. So it's those tough messages do get lost, I think. 
But when I deliver a message like that, it's really important that I try to deliver it to you either over the phone, like you, you can hear my voice, yeah. or in your or face to face. Yeah. So my tone never gets misconstrued. Yeah. Um. But you know, people. I don't. But that just go back to that just goes back to communication. Um. But pe- you know, people sometimes like they really take messages and they don't know how to take them. So it's kind of like when, if I'm able to sit down and have an exchange with you without being upset. Just have an even even kill exchange. Yeah, I'm like that means a lot to me versus you know me saying or you coming to me and say, Courtney, you stepped on my foot, and I'm like, oh, you mad because you know what I mean? Right. But you know you are coming to me and saying, look, Court, you know you did this that hurt like shit. Please don't do that again. I'm like, oh my bad. Right. I didn't know I stepped on your foot. Right. I'm not gonna do it again. Oh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mindful. Use the sermons. So I don't do it again. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But I don't know what the hell we were talking about just now. Uh, you were talking about the last text message you got oh, yeah, that his, irked you, and yeah. then how did you respond? But yeah. So yeah. Pretty much. So it's like I don't him, Ali. Oh, whatever. Hi, boy. Whatever. <laughs> um. So it's just Lord. like <laughs> that's still my homie or whatever. But I, I didn't like how you talk to me that day. I'm gonna punch you in your little light skin. Then I'm going to hug you when I'm done. But, no, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I appreciate my friends who can come at, who can talk to me. But I just felt like he, I was down. He tried kicking me when I was down. I was like, right. don't Let's, do that. Let me get up. Let me get up. And tell me when I get up. Right. But don't. Not while I'm down. So, but he wants time out. But we'll probably be friends. You know, his birthday is, like, next week. So, we'll be friends the next week, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So let's um let's double back. Okay. So what did you study when you were in school? Accounting. accounting. Right. Uh, what made you choose accounting? I I remember when I was I was working for DOJ at the time, and I had this mentor, and he told me the first he was like, "What are you studying right now?" I said, "Business." Um, he was like, "Business administration or, or management, right?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's not going to do. And I'm like, what? I was like, Yikes. right. That was, I was like, what you mean that's not going to do? Like, it's a degree. Like, what do you mean it's not going to do? Right. And he said, as a black person, but as a woman, you know, these are, those degrees are looked at as, you know, easily attainable degrees. I don't know what that means. I think a degree is a degree, especially yeah. now. Especially a business especially degree. Especially now. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, whatever, they're also the same if you ask me. Yeah. Um, so he was like, you need they need to see that you're you've actually specialized in something. Cause I guess he was trying to say it was so general. I, I get that argument. I do. Like I understand. Yeah. So but. I was just about I'm like a degree is still a degree. Like this is I want to be a business management degree because I, I plan to manage something. Let me do that. Like because right. like you know I don't know people. I feel like whatever you want to study in college, you should study. Yeah. You should think about it, but you should, you should you know study what you want. Don't study something because someone else told you. Yeah. No one told me to study accounting, but. I think I was in accounting uh, one of the, you know, when you first, your freshman year, you could yes. take all those crappy classes. Yes. That was one of the only ones I liked. Okay. So. You liked it. No, seriously, that I liked. You no, know, I took every <laughs> accounting class twice, had a tutor. I took some of them twice. I crawled out two. of it. Like, it was rough. It was really rough. I had to take audit. No, I took, yeah, I took audit twice. I don't know nothing about no audit. That was accounting tough. one and two. Took and both of those two. And cost, yeah, cost of financial accounting. One of those classes I had to take it twice too. I didn't like my my grade. They weren't gonna let me get into the um 
George Mason is weird. So they have the school of business, but then you have to apply to get into the school of management, which is so weird, which is essentially the same thing. Yeah. So I had to have a certain GPA to apply and to stay just trying to probably separate yeah. the slackers. I guess. It's stupid. Yeah. But, um, so that's why I ended up doing that. Plus, I was like, I'm going to be a CPA and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, that's like not even close to what I'm doing or what I want to do. But I feel like accounting is helpful because it helped me to become more of a strategic thinker. And then on top of that, it does help when I'm doing my taxes, you know, or helping people do their taxes, you know, every time, you know, when it's tax season. Yes. But also the career field that I'm in, I actually draw a lot upon some of the, um, some of the learning that I had to use then. Yeah. So, I mean, it helps, but it's just like, I wouldn't like career field it. Yeah. Mm-mm. That makes perfect sense. And then you talked about not having, not being able to actualize your creative outlets. Yeah. that you had right and getting into that space so how did you figure out that podcasting was like where you should be so you said you like okay. to talk don't laugh you talked me. about the great i'm about to tell program you, you put on what's the I'm about what's to tell you a secret i've never told anybody this secret are you serious the only person who knows about it is because they're related to me my mom but nobody knows this what i'm about to tell you and i'm just gonna tell you because i don't care no more here it is so when I was a kid, uh-huh. I would often, like, just talk. Like, I would pretend someone was in there with me. Yeah. Like, like I used to watch a lot of Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake. Yeah. Um, all that Howard Stern oh, when it was on, when yeah. it was, you know, on late. You know, yeah. That, that was me. Yeah. And um, so I would pretend like I was having these conversations with these people and, like, how I would have it instead. Yeah. And then, so that it would, that would happen. And then, after I transitioned out of watching those shows, you know, that's when like all the internet stuff was coming up, like the bossips and the um, media takeout, yeah. and uh, you know, all those stuff was starting to come out. So I pretend like I'm talking about you know that, or I thought I was you know watching uh, One Six Apart yes. or BET or TRL, yes, and pretending I'm in those things, and I would just you know I would just and even Oprah, just you know seeing people in this space where they get to engage and I'm like well how would I engage or how would I tell my life story or how would I do this so I would, yeah. I would catch myself doing that and then after my 20s I started having really interesting conversations about just things so I'll be like you know I wonder how this conversation would translate you know on air yeah um so um, especially when I learned about podcasting first I first heard about podcasting back in 2011 I wish I would have jumped on it then, but I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. So, um, I, I heard a few podcasts. I heard a lot of male-dominated podcasts, like DC-based podcasts. I can't think of the names because they weren't my shows. I would just listen when people were listening to them, and I would say, "Well, I could, I could do that." You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then I also have found myself getting into a space where I was more comfortable with just being myself and talking. So it just podcasts kind of opened a door to just open the door for me diving deeper into me yeah so I love um that. thank you that's important very important and that's also not a, that's not a bad secret no the bad the secret was more so like talking to myself talking to and, and talking in the mirror let me and... tell you a not so secret secret i've been living alone for years now mm-hmm. full-blown conversations with me <laughs> like on the regular night those, are, those to, are necessary it's gotten to the point where i do it at work mm-hmm. you know and what kind of conversations you know, I just like talk myself through things that I'm doing. You know, okay. now I can play it off like I'm talking to my dog. But like, I'm really talking to and she'd be paying attention. 
You know, but like, I'm talking to me for the most part. I'd be at work like, man, that don't make no sense. I don't know why you do that. Like, whatever, whatever. And I know the admin next to me was like, what you say? I said, oh. I'm on the phone. I said, girl, I'm just in my zone. Don't even mind me. You know what I'm saying? I think that having that dialogue, I even think at, at a young age, it, yeah. to me, it sounds very healthy. It's like I was career a- exploration from an early age. I don't know. I'm I into it. Was weird. I yeah. was like, I'm a I weirdo. mean, yeah. Like, of course, if you walk by and your kids having a full blown, you know, well, I'm late. Like conversation, you're gonna be like, mm, that's weird. But you're just gonna keep. No, walking. you know what's weird? <laughs> what's weird is those people. Sometimes you see on the metro, you know, and they're like yelling at the seat beside them. That's no, empty. Now that's, that's different. That's mental illness. <laughs> That's a whole nother, or drugs, or both. You know, that's a whole nother. It is late, but yes. Uh, who was I? I walked by the other day. This was today. Mm. I was on a mission to get in and out of ups. And I was What's walking that? in UPS. Oh. And I was walking in. <laughs> uh, that's just what we call it at work. I was walking in there and this man got the yelling. And I was like, I have time for this right now. Like, I've got 20 minutes to get in and out of here. You know, he just yelling at the air. I just walked past him. He looked at me. So what you looking at? Okay. So I just kept walking. And then when I walked back out, I looked at him. I said, you have a good day. He said, well, I hope your day (laughs) sucks. What? (laughs) That shit tickled me. But I couldn't, I didn't want to laugh at him because I know he was just having his moment. But, you know, you just got to let people do it. You want to talk to the sea. You want to talk to the air. You want to fight the air. As long as you don't put your hands on me or spit on me or nothing. Cool. Do right. you live your best life? Feel like it is what it is. <laughs> so, um, so tell me a little bit more about the podcast that you've done in the past. Okay. The, uh, your current show. Tell me more about your work in the media space. What are some so of the my, objectives? I, I, on my second podcast, yes. um, I did a podcast. My first podcast ever was called Spades Table Talk. Okay. And I did that with one of my friends, Marcel. Shout out to Marcel. Mm. And we had fun. And that show was a pretty much a lot of trial and error. I learned how to edit and produce in mm. an Adobe audition. Um, I learned how to do, you know, do a lot of the parts so, you know, when it comes to editing, producing, marketing, and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of work. Um, yeah. That didn't work out because I think my co-host, you know, he was just living his life. And it was a lot on his plate. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's a lot to juggle. Yeah. Um, when it's just, you know, a small, when just one person or even two, it's just, you know, it could be a lot. Yeah. Um, so then after that, I decided to go to the following year to branch out um, and do my own uh, podcast called The Court Report, mm-hmm. which is a play on my name. Yes. Um, but some people don't get that. Which is, <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> but like the, <laughs> the, 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 the year we finished um, Space Table Talk, that's when I started like, you know, the brainchild and started brainstorming like what the court report would be, like, you know, how to make it fun, intricate and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and my intro music is Missy Elliott is like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So that, I love that. Um, so I was doing that on my own for a while, but then I started working with uh, One Love Massive, um, production company um, and they were producing my show for a while but One Love has kind of switched gears so I'm not working with them right now because I'm trying to find a new house Yeah. Um, so, but my producer from there he's he just left there too so it's like now we can work together Yeah. Um, and then so you know it's just like also right now I feel like with my pop well the first season of the court report was focused on black business and buying back the block 
and buying back the block more so of Washington D.C. than any other place. Yes, because you know right now I can't, I can't speak to any other city, but I, I can speak to our gentrification. Yeah, in the city. So I talk to a lot of black business owners and entrepreneurs to kind of inspire um, black people who are listening to the show to actually you know want to become their own entrepreneurs and business people, and letting them know there's more than one way to get what you want out of life. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. I had a um, Avery's who owned Avery's Bar and Grill on H yeah. Street. I had um, Felicia always. Felicia, she was a C. She is the CEO. Um, Yours truly boutique, which is an online um, boutique. Okay. I talked to a, a gentleman, one of my old friends, named Travell. He is a videographer, and he has his own video uh, videography videography company. Yeah. He travels all around the world having a ball. Um, this other person named Sean Perkins, he's a painter. Um, he has deals with uh, Southwest um, Airline. He's uh, work. He's been on Viceland TV for yeah. his artwork. So I talked to a you know a spectrum of people to kind of give them ideas of you know all kind of things you know a person can do and want to do. Yeah. Um, with that, and then my last season, my my season two. Um, I started exploring things that are more personal to me, like music. Um, I talked to a few bands. Um, I what else did I do? I talked about relationships. You know, just kind of you know things that do more so personally interest me. Yeah. Um. So and then now, uh, and then I, I finished that, and then at the end, the later half of the year, I just focused on putting out podcasts only. So that was my my project for the second half of the year. Yeah. So going into twenty nineteen. I actually feel once I finished second season, I did not know what I wanted to talk about next. So that's been like the the pain in my butt. Yeah. And um, so now I really think I just figured out what season three is gonna be about. Okay. Mentally, I need to I need to write it down, but I think I I think I know which way I want to go. Yeah. Um, and kind of what I need to do to re to rebrand and reconfigure some things. So people are so visual, so I'm like, how do I you know appease the market and appease me at the same time absolutely so it's just kind of like yeah it's just there's nothing wrong with recalibrating so right now i'm just i'm just taking my time to enjoy the rest of the end of the year before i have to go into gear in january january is like go time for me on everything yeah so yeah i'm just enjoying the break it's i mean it's nice to just bring it down a notch Mm -hmm. chill look at corny hallmark movies and just breathe yeah yeah yeah, I feel that. I feel that. You know, especially like you, you know, you know, you have the nine to five and your your other responsibilities and other things in your life that you want to achieve and take care of. So it's just like, you know, I want to make sure I am satisfying myself before yeah. anyone else. And I think also I almost fell into the social media trap of, you know, oh, I got to top the next thing I did. And not not Been for there. myself, yeah. but for social media. Yeah. And then once I saw myself starting to adopt certain things mentally, I told myself I needed to take a break from social yeah. media. So I really haven't posted anything since my podcast-only event. Yeah. Because I really want to make sure I'm centered and focused on what I'm putting out next. It really speaks to me and not because I'm doing it because of what someone else said or the influence of social media. I don't want to fall in that umbrella. Yeah, it's so hard. It's hard to not compare yourself to yourself, compare yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, like you look around. Or do stuff for other people. Or exactly, you know, like, or it's like, why 
This wine's really good, by the way. I'm so glad you like it. It's just like, why can't you just be more present? Mm-hmm. That's something I, I'd like to challenge myself to oh, be I'm very present. better. I know? love being present. I'm just always so busy. When you say present, do you mean like present in the sense of you're always like on your computer or your phone? I'm not or always on my computer or my phone. Like, I what do you I, mean? I think I am often thinking about what needs to happen next or later or oh, what's on my to okay, okay. you know, like, true. sometimes it is like not taking phone. a break you know just like I am just like okay after we finish this show I need to do this and then I'm I need the same to do way. that you know what I mean like it's just always going and I really want to find more time to but does that make you happy though in some aspects it makes you happy it, and it does and I want to find the balance between okay. relaxing you know, and truly just turning off. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the only time I really do that is when I sit and watch my, like, trash shows. And I love <laughs> trash TV. What's your trash TV? Oh, how much time do you have? You know, hey I watch Wendy every day. I love Wendy. I watch The Real every day. I don't like The Real anymore. It, it's, yeah, it's an ebb and flow. It's like once I get committed to something. I, I, I have, I know, this is like, I'll like them one day. I'll like, it's like, I won't like them all on the same day. I'll probably yeah. just like most of them the same day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I usually do that. I watch, I turn those on from the d when I get home from work as I get my, my evening life together. You I know. know. Get the dog together, you know, whatever, whatever. I like the housewives. Of Atlanta. I, I like Atlanta. I like New Jersey. That's where the real tea is. My mom's Atlanta is bomb. But Jer- they're not that good crazy. this season. They're not that good this season. Married to Medicine. Mm. Um, that's what you need to get into. That's where the tea is for real. For okay. real. Best show on the air right now is Mar- if you're into trash is Married to Medicine. <laughs> okay. Because okay, I had to yeah. stop with the I had to stop with the love and hip hop because I would I would find myself getting stressed out. I'm like I'm too stressed watching I this. I never could get into love and hip hop or or Black Ink Crew. I, I can't couldn't get into that one either. No. So I do like love and hip hop Miami, and I feel like the only reason why I like Amara. it. No. Trina? Bobby Light? I love Trina. Okay. Like, I love Trina. That's why I watched. Mm -hmm. But also because I like to see things at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I can see it grow or decline or whatever. The best, best reality show when it was out for me was when um, the first Basketball Wives Miami. That was the, I was living and dying for that. I was like, can I wait? Yeah. can't wait. Yeah. For a while, I liked Wags. Really? Yeah. For, for that was so superficial. I could see right through, and I was like, I can't do it. It was. I just like. I don't know. That's so come on. I. I, I let <laughs> it go. I'm like, I can't do this. But that is the only time that I feel like I'm off. You know. Right. Um. So that's like a goal. But I'm a movie buff. I'm not. I like a movie movies. Girl. I, I love. Do, movies. I like movies. I just like never. Like, no. like oh, have you seen such and such movie? I am a movie. I, I like scripts. I like. I would yes. be able to figure characters out and figure out the plots. I could figure out like, what hidden meanings. Yeah, like you know everything. Why is this wall red? Like I, I like stuff like that. I feel like I watch a lot of movies when I'm dating someone because <laughs> I just feel like by default, you know, it's like watching movies. I don't, yeah, it's like, oh, we just gonna chill, what you wanna do, I'm not about to sit here, and, like, I like sports a lot, yeah. but I, I, I can't sit and watch eight hours of sports, no, no, necessarily. No. I can watch know? eight hours of movies. Yeah, exactly, so, like, look, you get a sports activity, I get a sports activity, now we about to look <laughs> at something else, you know, like, I can't do this all day, so I watch a lot of movies, but then, like, single I can do football Sunday, I can do part of football Sunday. I, I'm a college football girl. I can watch all day college ball. Okay. But I'm all, so you're a Saturday not, football girl. I'm a Saturday football. I'm also not an 
engage like, unless my team's playing Who's your team? you know Alabama okay. for a tie okay. <laughs> um, unless my team is playing I'm like oh it's just on and I'm doing my own thing I like to cook and stuff while I'm watching football, sports yeah. but if I'm gonna sit down and we gonna sit down and be looking at each other we gonna look at a movie okay. you know okay. and I wanna actually watch it none of that like Netflix and shit like no uh, no but girl hey do not one. knock no Netflix and no, chill not that's all. all you wanna do is that's, chill that's great that's, I, don't, I like to chill don't get me wrong you know but sometimes I do really want to see the film that we just rented okay I feel that <laughs> like, too what's the last movie you watched what's the last movie I watched Crazy Rich Asians that was good. It was good. I at I first like first. Okay, so initially I was like I had a lot of um, reservations about watching it. Yeah, and then I was just like, no, I really want to see it. So then when I watched it, I was like, I can't believe I missed this for so long. And the girl was her name, um, Aquafina. She's a rapper. Oh, um, yeah. And she played the best friend. Pigpen. With the, the short blonde, not pig pen. The short blonde. Yes, cut. yes. I loved her character in the film. Like I was I did like, too. I was like, I need a friend like that. Yeah, she was. We all need a friend like that. Cute. She was like, bop, bop, bitch. But she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, the friend who's clutch with the outfit for you. Yeah, like who's yeah. giving you, like you know, keeping you. Like that's okay. Real talk. I'm gonna deviate because I don't want you to plan next. No, you're fine. But friendship. So in that film, you know, I was like, I was very, I was very. um I like when they talk about family values, you know, and bonds and stuff. But the friendship, I can't. I, I was telling everyone, I need a friend just like her. And I feel like nowadays friendships don't happen like that. It's, you know, sometimes no. it's hard to find a good, good girl group of girlfriends because we're all going through different parts of where we are in life. Yeah. And you just want to make sure that whoever you're telling your secret to, like you know, is keeping your secret. That's your homie. Yeah. So I encourage all of us to be better good girlfriends to each other. Yeah. That's something we definitely preach a lot. I believe in like girlfriends Me too. and sisterhood Me too. on such a deep, profound level. Me too. You know, like my girlfriends feel more like family. Mm-hmm. I've also had known a lot of them at minimum since like college. I only have made a few friends as an adult, like mm. two or three, and we're still quite close, you right. know. But when I'm like, I feel like I'm a people keeper. Like once mm. I latch onto you, like you keep them. no. Like we're not talk every day, but like right. you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I mean sisterhood matters. It does it matter, matters. and especially in spaces, kind of like what we're talking about in media. Mm-hmm. When we're looking at TV, when we're listening to shows, you mentioned that, you know, all you were seeing was men on shows, on podcasts. Mm -hmm. Being able to go to a group of girls and be like, these are my thoughts on this thing. What do you guys think? Or this thing at work really sucks. How do you you guys deal with it? You know what I mean? Like, that is really valuable. And I think a lot of women miss out on that piece. I think I think society, especially in the black community, has pitted us against each other for yeah. so long. So for some of us, it may be harder to you know shake those mental shackles. Um, I think people who've had we've had you know like life experiences that have really def- had defining moments in their lives yeah. that you know sometimes make it hard to. But you know, I really feel like sisterhood and and being you know being um, in arm locked arms as women is so is so powerful. It's yeah. beautiful um, because you know we 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 help each other. You know, what I'm yeah. saying we, we get further as a collective than we do as solos. Um, and so it's just like whenever you know we could do that, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Same. It just it brings me joy. It really hurts my feeling. Like I. 
I'm going to talk a little bit of shit. I, talk your <laughs> shit, sis. <laughs> What's new? But I really, really hate girls who are like, I just don't. I, I mean, I hate the word <laughs> female. First things first. Okay, but gotcha. that's fine. Well, I'll save that rant for another day. But when girls are like, I just don't get along with other females. Like, You're not I, trying to get along with other like, females. Why don't you get along with other women? Because, like, I women are great. Like, what do you mean? Like, you need a girlfriend. I'm not telling you need a rack of No, but them. you need a homegirl. You need a girlfriend. Yeah. At least two. Two. One, in case one is out of town or busy, you got the other My one. grandpa always says, if you can leave this earth and call at least one person your friend, you're blessed. So, I'm going to say one. Yeah. Just, you need someone. And I am a huge advocate. Yes, be friends with your man. Cool. You can have lots of nigga friends. Cool. But like you need a girlfriend. Right. You like you need a girlfriend. There's only a few people who can truly, truly relate to your experience as much as like a girlfriend does, you know? Mm, But it has to be a good girlfriend because like, you know, some people I have made a post today and I really stand by this. Um, I made a post today and I on Twitter and I was just like, you know, I cannot stand when um you know other women take joy in another woman's down a down moment or a low moment yeah. i'm like you know if anything pay attention to how she bounces back yeah um i feel like it's um it's, i just i feel like it's never okay um when we seek validation and happiness in somebody else's sorrow yeah um and i feel like you're right Every, we're all, we all need a good girlfriend we all need a sister yeah um so you know i think people who are born with siblings are blessed because you just have automatic best friends for life yeah um but at the same time you know for those who don't have those bonds with their siblings who do have siblings or people who are only children yeah having a good friend that you can a trusted good friend that you could bounce ideas and thoughts off of someone who can be honest with you is really real because you need you need a, a cluster of people you need certain people to be able to you know when life goes crazy and you start to you know get a little ahead of yourself people who can help humble and ground you yeah. and, and remind you like what right. it is right no that is real so like, you know I'm, I'm 100% yeah, with you on that I, just, I love a girlfriend I think a girlfriend matters I want all the girls to have and one thing I will say, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know everybody who's listening, but yeah. um, just kind of sharing my my experiences. You know, when when you have girlfriends, it is okay to disagree. Yeah. It is okay to not like everything at the same time. It yeah. is okay, but it's how you have an exchange about the things that you don't see eye to eye on to me which makes or breaks the friendship yeah um so if you have a friend just because you guys are having a bad day or someone did something to piss you off doesn't mean that person is any less your friend i think how you handle it how how the situation is handled defines a friendship and where it's going to go forward so don't be afraid to to bump heads i'm not saying go out there and look for you know issues in your friendship but it's okay if you don't see eye to eye Talk to your friends. Love yeah. your friends. You know the same way you would a sibling. Yeah, pisses me the fuck off all <laughs> the time. God, he, it's infuriating. But I don't love him any less. I'm not gonna right. disown him. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm all I can cut somebody off. You mm-hmm. know, family or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna disown you because it's okay to not agree or see something. That's I true. equally though don't. I I've seen groups of. Typically women. I'm a girl's girl. I've always had lots of girlfriends. But typically women, you know, um, 
have friends who they just like fight all the time. No, that's that not I don't understand. That's not healthy. I'm like, because you know, like, oh, oh my like gosh, this. please. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I love pillows. Like, just. They're great. Go for it. Thank you. Um, that, I just am like, you know, friendship's optional. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows that, right? Cool. Okay, just making sure because, like, I just don't understand why you would fight with your friends perpetually. It doesn't no. make sense to me. One thing I will say about having... So, for me, I have a lot of new girlfriends, mm-hmm. right? Um, when I grew up, I was very much so a tomboy. Mm-hmm. Only, you know, that was that's I knew football, basketball, video games. That's what I knew. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. Re- I mean, it wasn't really until my mom started, you know, really allowing me to dance more. And in high school, when I really started to like, you know, um, even middle middle school and yeah. middle school high school, when I really had like a girlfriend, I started sort start to really form like you know like long term relationships with, with with women girlfriends. Yeah. And um, I would say, like, I've, I've had to start over quite a bit because one thing about my life, I used to be really scared of this. I would be scared of shedding friends. I was scared to shed friends. I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? I don't have any friends. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But essentially, it was just like I was, I was, I was, I moved around a lot. So I was growing. I was learning a lot of information. So a lot, so one thing, you know, this would fit me. After a while, it wouldn't fit me anymore. So it was like he would outgrow circles. And not everybody's a lifetime. Some people are seasons. Right. Yeah. And so one thing I've gotten good at is becoming adaptive and being open-minded when it comes to making new friends. Yeah. And, um, and just, just people, period. Because it's just like, you know, you just never know. Like So the girls that I really um, surround myself with now, none of them are from here. Like, Candace is from Baltimore. My other homegirl, Missy, she's from Syracuse. My other homegirl, Maya, she's Texas. You know, and I have friends who, who I've had since the playground, you know, who are still in Maryland. Um, but a lot of people now that I surround myself with, I try to surround myself with people who are like-minded. Yeah. Um, doing the same things I want to do or people who I can see as reflective parts of myself. Yeah. So, um, so that's really important to me. So yeah. it's just like, um, so it's okay, ladies, if you make new friends or you know if you shared your old ones nothing is wrong it's yeah. just it's growing yeah I, that's i love that point i think that matters a lot and i think that i feel like a lot of women let me not speak for the women i feel like i could say for me mm-hmm. i i one i'm a little bit introverted you know wrong with that yeah <laughs> but two it's kind of one of those things like you shy away from wanting to make friends just because you don't know the unknown yeah you don't know what's on the other side you know like i think like my work wife current obsessed with her <laughs> no, like if you don't have a work wife, you I need work one. wife. everybody needs a work her wife. name is Jeanette. Right. My okay. like, her my is next wife, we bonded over the fact that we hated everybody that we sat by you know <laughs> and i think one day she caught me rolling my eyes at something mm. <laughs> And she pinged me and she said, girl. And I said, girl. <laughs> and it's been a match made in heaven ever since. And every other woman I've made friends with as an adult, it's been similar, mm-hmm. you know? But those things are hard. It's hard to know, like, when when do you go from just talking about work stuff to I can tell you about my life, to I can tell you about yeah. what's going on, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've been through some you serious shit. You spend a lot of time with your work wife. A lot of More time. than with your own friends. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, do you want to take a lap? Let's take a lap. You right. know what I mean? Like, you need that person. I would love to have a work husband, too, but I haven't been fortunate enough to find one. I just, oh. 
Like, I my work I won't bag. slander them. But yeah, no. I just, I'm just not there in my walk. <laughs> I, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, but, you know, I, um, I think it's challenging also to make friends, I feel like. It is. People, you feel, re- you fear rejection. You know, you fear people just not liking you in general, you know, or the inability no. to be authentic. I don't, I never fear someone not liking me. I never fear like that I can't be myself because to me, if I feel those things, I just shouldn't be around you. Um, but I would say though, when it comes to friendships and things like that, I would, um, and starting a new friendship, the only thing I would fear is that someone wants to be friends with me for the wrong reasons or someone staying friends with me. I, one of the worst things you can ever do is find out your friends, quote unquote, friends with someone who doesn't really see you as a friend. Like, you see them as a friend, but they don't see you as a friend. They might see you as competition, or they might see you as someone, you know, just that they don't really fuck with. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to curse. But absolutely curse. I was like, um, people they don't really they don't really bang with, or someone who's just around you because they just want to keep up with you doing. Yeah, like to me, that's like finding you got a mole in your camp. You know what I mean? And that's that's a person I don't want to be friends with. Yeah, you know. So if I ever you know if I ever find that out about a person, I found that out about people. Then I'd be like, oh nah, because it's just like I don't know what you're capable of doing. That's pretty scary. Yeah. So I was like. I'm also, I feel like for me with friendship, I'm very direct and very, I'm not going to say I don't have a filter, but like I, things don't embarrass me a ton. It's you easier know? to be direct. I can, I can go, I can run the gamut of, we can talk about professional things in LinkedIn all the way to like, wow, I shit myself today all the way to like <laughs> sex stores. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And if I feel like I have to censor myself around you or I can't be authentic yeah. then I'm like it's weird I had a friend once tell me they felt they couldn't be authentic around me and that really hurt my feelings yeah that's because, rough and, yeah cause I was like well what, what did I do to make you feel that way um and you know it wasn't re- it wasn't really a clear answer but it's just like she you know, know I don't know but it's, I don't know <laughs> yeah. but it's just like you know you always want to be around people who, who allow you who, who you feel you're, you're most comfortable with being yourself yeah um, and I think that's really important. And I, you know, now it's just like I'm having like I'm having new conversations with my friends. Like I have one girlfriend this year. Like she and I both were going through a lot at the top of the year, so we would go walking together, oh, yes. we would meditate Walk. together. Yes, I love that. And so it was kind of like we went, we were helping each other, like build each other back up. Yeah. And then you know, also being having fresh conversations about healthy relationships with my homegirls. Um, having conversations about being comfortable in our friendships, like in, in the circle of friends I have now, something I've never really talked about in depth is sex. Yeah. So in my, in my previous friendships, it was like I don't know if I came off too prudish, but it was just like we never really talked about sex. Yeah. And then now, which is like you know my friendships now, like we, they, I was like, oh, you guys feel comfortable to talk about sex in front of me? This is great. Like you know what I mean? Because it's like. Girl. You know, <laughs> you want your friends to feel comfortable because we all, you know, we all have, sh- you know, our own shit. Yeah. And you want to feel comfortable to be like, girl, look, you know, da 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 da. He like his ass ate. Ooh, no, you know, girl. like get Ooh, right no. to it. Right, exactly. Ah. <laughs> so it's like you want to be like, you know, I, I try to put a little finger up there. Right. Like, you know, you want to, yeah. you know, you want to be, you you be able to be have this conversation freely. Be free. Be your real, right. true, authentic self. Right. We spent women. Especially black women spend so much time having to be a shell of themselves in spaces. Girl. 
that you really need to have girlfriends that you can be you. That's you. And they love you for you. You know, no matter what kind of thing. That matters a lot. I didn't really realize how much a lot of that mattered until I got older. Yeah. Um, Like, I didn't realize, like, you know, self preservation and, and going to sleep Ooh, and like you know drink just, your water, just yes, girl, just, just get your eight hours. <laughs> like I regret all them days when I was like, oh no, girl, you can pull an all nighter, bitch. No, you can't. <laughs> Sit your ass down, go to bed. Like, oh my god, yes, yes. Just all those moments where you're just like, you know, just really realizing, seeing the value in a lot of things, like simple, free things that we often take for granted. Yeah. So it's just like you know, I'm just enjoying all of that right yeah. now. So, in kind of thinking about everything we've talked about, we've talked about your experience in media. We've yeah. talked about, you know, just being from the area, making new friends, etc., mm-hmm. and a really heavy emphasis on friendship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like a lot of that impacts, you know, some of the goals that you do have in the entertainment media spaces, you know? So, some of my goals in the entertainment media um, is just connecting with people yeah. and then connecting other people. And I think I realize that. I'm passionate and good at that through my last event. Yeah. Uh, I like bringing people together. Love that. Um, Meet those girls. Yeah. Yeah. Just just everybody. I just feel like people should just come together. And I feel like through my friendships and my, my willingness to want to have, you know, all kind of friends. I want to have friends in different countries. You know, I'm, I'm putting yeah. it out there into the universe, Lord, yeah. 2019, friends in different countries. Ooh, yes, um, already done. Yeah, I need, yes. friends, I need friends all over. Like, I feel like there's beauty in friendships. And one thing my pro- my professional career has taught me, and I've even taught myself, is relationships and how far you can go off the strength of your relationships. Yeah. Like. People come to me because they know I have favors in my pocket. I have relationships in my pocket. So if they need something, they come to me because I already have the relationship. Yeah. So I would say um, friendship and goals in media equate to me wanting to bring people together Mm -hmm. and wanting to help people. And I feel like if you can't do, teach. You know what I mean? So it's just like, um, and just kind of being able to be in a position to give back, no matter how big or small, like that means a lot to me. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. So this feels like a really good time. Um, we're girls. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to re up on glasses. Okay. Um, and then we will be right back. That was my second bad word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back with, can I ask you a question? So like I said, girls go, Pour up again, and we'll be right back. All right, girls, we are back. Okay, had a good little chit chat about furniture. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, man, furniture so expensive, Lord. That's Thanks all. I, that's all I can ever, <laughs> ever think about is just be so expensive. Um. So, the question this week, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't have my phone, but I remember it. Paraphrase away. One of of my listeners DM'd me and asked, essentially, what what are good gifts to get your girlfriends for Christmas? You know? She was saying that she has friends who are just... Yeah, you know, like, she has friends who are, like, not easy or hard to shop for, you know? So I have two things mm-hmm. for that. So the first thing I would say, you can never go wrong with gift cards um, or makeup, candles, that kind of stuff. You can never go wrong with that. Or like if you know your homegirl, like if it was really your, your homegirl, even her house and you know she needs something or she's been talking about something, you yeah. know, that's inexpensive, boom. 
Um, but another thing that my friends we did, um, which I thought was really nifty. Yeah. So it was like four of us. Um, we all drew names from a hat. And then we all, whoever that person was, you bought a gift for. Okay. So we did it that way. And it was also fun because we had a Christmas party and then everyone was like, oh, here's your gift. Oh, secret Santa. Yeah, we had yeah. a secret Santa with, between the homegirls. Um, so that way, and I think everyone was, was satisfied with that. Um, and it's also, you know, wallet friendly. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I would say um, it doesn't hurt. You know, oh, also, you know, like um, when you go to TJ Maxx or Marshall's Ross or whatever, and right at the front of the lines, how they have like, all the knickknacks. Yeah. The knickknack section comes in handy. Yes. You can't I go wrong with scarves and gloves. Scarves and gloves. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. You can't go wrong with that. I, I never can keep up with them. So mm-hmm. I always need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So those are good gifts, too. So, my girlfriends, and I've got, like, little clusters that are, like, three or four, you know? First, we be setting price limits, because, like, look, bitch, like... (laughs) I'm not balling, balling. Everybody can't get a $50 gift. That's Uh not real, you know? Um, One of my girl groups this year, we all were just like, look, we're trying to obtain financial peace. We're not going to do gifts. We're just going to go to dinner, you know? Okay. Yeah, and now... Have a come to Jesus moment. Exactly. Like, we're like, we're just going to spend time together, and it will be fine. Right. Another one of my girl groups, we are having, like, a holiday get-together tomorrow. (laughs) Holiday get-together, whoop-de-whoop. Excited for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we set, like, $30 limit. You know, like, nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. There's only three of us, so everybody's spending 60 bucks. What about books? Books. That's what I was about. That's what I was about to say. I love a book. Mm-hmm. I did a Secret Santa gift exchange with like random girls mm-hmm. um, from over the world, and or the U.S. And I sent her these two poetry books that I just like love by Ruby Quar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think books are good gifts. Yeah, I yeah, my friends love to read. Yeah, or you know, it's just like something that you think was really good for you. Yeah, most people are not gonna be like, man, fuck this book. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Unless you, the most basic of the basic, you know, but like most people like a book or also like a cookbook. Okay. You know, sometimes that's fun. Like that. You can try new things. Chrissy Teton has a good cookbook. Yes, I got both of them right there. I, I need to get the second one. I have the first one. Yes. But yeah, Chrissy, yes. Yes, you know, girl. Chrissy Teton cooking is like, okay, this is my activity for today. Yeah, you know what I mean? She has so like, like real recipes. Real recipes, yes. I, I haven't gotten into Asha, Cur- Asha Curry's. Book. Yeah, I, I, I haven't really heard as much zing about it as much as I heard about the Chrissy Teigen book. I just like she's fine, you know. Yeah, she like, is. I Shout got out Chrissy's to her. book because I love Chrissy. Me too. And so I was, you know, that was my buy-in. Aisha, I just always kind of been like, eh. like she makes you're great. Okay, this is no shade to no mommies out there. Yes, this is yes, no shade yes. to mommies. <laughs> I, love, I love all the moms. I love my mama. But it's just like, if I were a mom, I would aim to be like a Chrissy Teigen mom. She's like a fun mom. Yeah, just like Lighthearted, chill, chill, chill flow, you know. You know, like, yeah. Chrissy Teigen seemed like she'd just be trying to cook and turn up yep. and look at her husband. Yep. And that's like a move. And I, think, I think Audra Curry does too, but I really like uh, like the Teigen side. Yeah. The Teigen, yeah. Teigen legend house. I agree. And then my other go-to gift is makeup. Yes. For like my best friends, like I always get the girls lipstick. You yeah. can never have too many lipsticks. You can't. There's so many good shades. So Even many. if they're kind of the same, they're still a little bit different, you know, like... <laughs> Even if like, okay. I might be running out of the other ones, you need to refill, so it's all good. And every 
at least all the girls I talk to, we all love a good lipstick. Mm-hmm. Like, we love a good lip. You know what I we mean? We like lashes in our group. Oh, yeah. That's a good gift. That's yes. a good, I would be thrilled to get a good pair of lashes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the individuals are like mm-hmm. $20 a Wait, pack. Wait, you mean like the lash line or you mean like the individual? I individuals? personally use the lash line. Me I too. can't put the individual. I would like to learn. But I feel like, cause I've seen some girls really do some really cool things with the individual. Like I know this one girl, she did something to make like the it would look it blended so naturally, like and then the ends of her lashes look just just like so whimsical and magical. I was just like, girl, yeah, save me, right? Like <laughs> I'm just too lazy for that shit. If I'm gonna yeah. do all that, I'm gonna go let somebody do it. But I'm afraid I don't like people messing with yeah, my eyes. So I'm like, and I'm also I'm scared about the doing the singles because I heard when you do the singles and you they start to come out like your your own lashes come out and I I, I, want, I want my lashes. Now well, you better put that strip on, and pop it off today, get some um, olive oil, take it off at and, night, and, and get keep home. it moving. Mm-hmm. You know, or even just like a really good mascara. Mascara, really, you know, your mascara. If you start priming your lashes and then you do your mascara, that will really change your, like, I, your lashes. So I used to have like, this two-step Christian Dior. Yes. Um. um do oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. The, the, so uh, good. The, the white tube. Yep. It, yes. Yep. So and good. that was good. But let me tell you, my work wife put me on to a dupe at the drugstore Ooh. by Maybelline. It's a pink tube called Lash Paradise. That's the mascara. It's $8 at a drugstore. And then there's a volume primer of the same brand. It's uh-huh. white tube. Um, together, I just started using that this week. And my lashes were like, hello. Okay, wait. Good. So my mom stole this from me. Yes. So I had this one. I don't know if you guys. I think it was called Onyx or Oz or something. I think it was Onyx. And you could buy it online. It was like fibers that go onto your lashes. Yeah. So it was like eighty dollars for your. It was like a mascara kit. You put the black, the black mascara on, and you put the fibers that go on top of them to extend your lashes yes. and make them so long. And she stole it from me. Moms do. Jesus, I need to go buy another one. Yeah, it just made you. But you like had falsies on, but they were I yours. I love that because I don't actually love to wear the falsies. Uh uh-uh. I I save it for like birthday, wedding, you know, special but occasions. Freaking. But if I can get the falsy look on a day to day, then I'm like a happy camper. Yeah, like for me, all I care about is the eyebrow. Like if yeah. I like the eyebrows, cool. I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> I fair. mean nothing that's else. Totally fair. Eyebrow and sometimes eyebrow and a good eyeliner. That's yeah. it. So, girls, what we're really saying here is get your girls a book. You can never go wrong with books. Edumacation. Okay. Right. <laughs> we're smart girls. Uh, makeup is never yes. a bad option, and, and it's not something that you have to spend a ton of money on, Mm-mm. you know? Smell goods. Smell goods. Yep. I do like the smell goods. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the other thing we said? You don't say. Yeah, me, I don't, I don't remember either. Um, yeah. Don't overthink it is what we're really saying here. Just have fun with it. Just have fun. Your girls are, you're not her man. Mm -mm. Or unless you are, and that's a whole other story. (laughs) If that's like your girl, then you need to just try harder. This this is not the segment for you. Right. Friendship. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's not your man. Your girl will like it. I've never, nobody's ever given me something that I'm like, why the fuck would she give me this? Like, I'm always like, oh, this is very nice. Even Mm -hmm. if I don't end up using it, I still enjoyed it. You know what I mean? So, like, whatever. Don't overthink it. Tis the season. Tis the Enjoy yourself. Yes. Um, And then, lastly, Courtney, thank you so much for coming, for hanging out with me, chit-chatting. Thank you. 
on this Friday evening. Friday, um, I super Friday. appreciate it. I wish you girls could see Courtney. She looks super cute. She's about to go to a party. A, a, a date slash yeah. party. Oh, yes. Date. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I can't write to you, honey. <laughs> Wait. So. <laughs> I was going to take a Courtney. Is there anywhere that the girls, like, we encourage on this show for people to creep? Uh, I'm a creep. So, like, can the girls, can they follow you on Instagram Yeah, or sure. Yeah. Um, if you guys are interested in creeping on my page, I'm available at LaCourt, L-E underscore Court, C-O-U-R-T. And that is on my Instagram page. People tell me I should have the same name everywhere, but I don't. Because <laughs> they make you work for it. Yeah. Um, so, also, if you're a Twitter person, I'm getting into my Twitter fingers. Um, my, my name there is Ready, the number four, and Court. So, Ready for Court. Ready for court. You know, yes. that's my old Instagram handle, but I was like, Mm-mm, too many people know me. Change it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, but um, I will be excited to get to know you guys and follow me. I'll follow back. Yeah, um, and, slide in her DMs, girls. Talk to her. Yep, talk your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much, though. Talk your shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on that note, ladies, of course, you always know you can follow at Grapes for Dinner Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then you can always, always, always creep on me, slide in my DMs, let me know what your listener questions are on the show page or my personal if you'd like mm-hmm. uh which is at Brittany treadway um and other than that girls have a great excellent splendid terrific holiday season voluminous oh i like that uh <laughs> i'm like what does it say on the tube of mascara voluminous um <laughs> oh, my basic ass it's fine no, have no. a really great week girl <laughs> we'll see you next time